This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 88 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from The K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. And don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Apple. (laughs) Oh yeah, oh la la, switching up the intro. But anyways, let's sit back, relax. And let's get it started. Yes, so our very first segment is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where Shanice is going to give us a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. Blockberry Creative has officially denied all rumours relating to Luna's true. Blockberry Creative has threatened legal action against anyone who continues to maliciously spread false information. Earlier this week, it was shared that Chu was reportedly set to part ways with her current management agency, Blockberry Creative, and was in talks to sign an exclusive contract with BY4M Studio. Her agency has now firmly denied this rumour. Chu has participated in all of Luna's recent activities, including their run on Eminence Queendom 2, as well as their recent comeback promotions for Flip That. However, Chu will not join the group on the upcoming world tour that kicks off in August due to scheduling conflicts. Later this month, Chu will drop a collaborative single with B.I. for Dingo Music. The thing is with this story, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with Chu and Blockberry Creative. Because I don't know if you remember, I, I want to say maybe a couple months ago, there was like whispers that she wasn't really participating in certain activities. She, I don't know if she took them to court. I can't remember the story off the top of my head, but I don't know if there was like a settlement going on where, I don't know if she wanted to pull away from certain activities to just focus on lunar activities. Oh. I, like, I, I don't know what it is. And the thing is, that I, I personally think she may be talking to another management agency and mm-hmm. it might be just the middle, so ten- like it's in the middle of it. So technically, she's still signed to Blockberry Creative. But yeah. I'm just thinking, how can you sue? So- <laughs> how can you sue someone for saying she might sign with someone else? I wouldn't say that's malicious. Yeah, I guess the only malicious, the way that this could be perceived as being malicious is fans that are maybe saying like, oh, like she's being neglected. Because I did see, I didn't know all the story behind all of this, but I Mm. did see like some fans like making edits or TikToks saying that, oh, like apparently she's been having to like get taxis by herself and like go to all her activities on her own and like they're neglecting her and stuff. So that might kind of be malicious commentary. But um, no, I had no idea about this whole situation. Because the thing is, I feel like if that is the case, mm. why not address it in your statement? Why not say, yeah. no, um, the reason why she was in this taxi alone is because she was filming for this, so she got this, that's why she was separate from the other girls. If you continue to spread this lie, da 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 Yes, exactly. It's, it's more about she's not planning to sign it elsewhere, and that in itself isn't malicious. And I do think 
I don't know. It's I feel like the K-pop industry, the, the Korean entertainment in- industry, loves throwing around that malicious word too much. It's like if someone has a different opinion, and yes, there is a way to go about it. Of course, if I'm like, oh, so and so is ugly, or so and so stole my handbag and they didn't, of course, like you know, that's malicious. I'm defaming their character. But having like an opinion, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a sticky one. I don't. I don't know. I just feel yeah. like malicious is a strong word to throw around. But anyway, yeah. let's hope that it's resolved soon. Moving on, SM Entertainment's Metaverse brand, Kwangya. <laughs> Listen, I've had enough. So S- <laughs> SM are creating a fan community platform called Kwangya Club, which will provide various community services for various K-pop artists starring, sorry, starting with SM artists. The platform will officially launch in September, but the beta version will begin in July. I have no idea what that means. I, You know what? I don't even <laughs> need to understand it. It just, it makes sense. It's SM. They're very ahead of their time. And it, no further questions. But I feel like no SM fans care for the Kwangya. They're, they're, they're sick of it. They don't. They don't want to hear of it. Some people are complaining that it's not really. I don't know if Kwangya is meant to be like SM's equivalent to Marvel, right? Yeah. But there's a there's groups that are not really partaking in the Kwangya. No one's really sure what the story of the Kwangya is. And then what strikes me it says various capable artists starting with SM artists. So are other artists from different oh, companies. Oh, they're going to turn it into like a, oh. It's like I'm trying to make fetch happen. I feel like we should let Kwangya die. <laughs> I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. <laughs> you know what? With the whole Kwangya situation, in my brain, I think the why, the reason why I'm not so opposed to it existing is that the only group or artists I associate with Kwangya is Esper. And like they're yeah. about that whole like digital cyber situation. But other than that, I don't think anyone else should be in Kwangya. Yeah, but they, they do try. They do try to throw it in there. That didn't um like NCT has had a few like have mentioned the Kwangya at least once in a song. I think who else? I think Max on TVXQ had something to do with the Kwangya. Mm. So yeah, the, it's sprinkled in there, but half the time it doesn't make sense because I think we spoke about this before. I feel like if you're gonna do the whole Kwangya thing, I feel like just leave it for the visuals in the sense of you can have the music video tell the story, but yeah. I don't really want to be singing, "Oh girl, I love you." Let's go to the Kwangya. <laughs> What's what does that mean? That doesn't that doesn't mean. <laughs> No, the the only way, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, the only way they would fully have my vote for this Kwangya situation is if they like opened a theme park. I just feel like the rides would be amazing. But I still, but obviously with theme parks, where where it's themed on a certain thing, there still needs to be a strong storyline. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Does the Kwangya have its own storyline? I feel like it does, but everyone has their own interpretation. It's not like a clear. Ah. XYZ like do, do you know what I mean like everyone seems confused and it isn't like I could be wrong I don't know if SM has a page or something it was like okay this is the story of the Kwangya it just seems very like I don't know yeah interesting we'll, we'll, we'll see what goes on with the 
Kwangya. I don't understand what that means. If it's going to be like, you know, like those bubble community type, type situations. Or I, good luck, child, with the Kwangya club. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in other news, Sami will be replacing Jesse as the new MC of SBS Show to View. According to new reports, Sami has already finished filming her first episode, which is set to air sometime in July. What surprised fans the most was the fact that even Jessie didn't know that Sami would be replacing her as the host. Many fans of the show have expressed that the show wouldn't be the same without Jessie, as she was always able to maintain a fun, chaotic and exciting environment. Some even stated that Sami should create her own show since Jessie worked hard to grow and maintain show to few success since the very beginning. I feel like this is so... No disrespect to Sami. Mm. I thought this is horrible. Because that's Jesse's show. That was actually my imp- the impression I was I had yeah. in the beginning. I thought it was literally just a show created around Jesse. Yeah, because um, I think she went on live. I don't know if you saw clips from her live. No. And let me see if I can find it. I could, you know, let's let's make this pod interactive. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's 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 play some audio clips. Okay, let me see if I can find it. Oh yes. Come on, Shanice, with the bookmarks. So done. It's giving, like, you know, it's cooking shows. You just pop this in the oven. Oh, and here it is. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what I made earlier. Okay, so let me turn this up. All right, here we go. Bullshit about Hang anything. On, let me go back. I literally am in a place in my life now. This is, like, really from the bottom of my heart. Like, there's no point of me... Um, uh, there's no point of me to bullshit about anything. Um, I really wish the best for Sunmi and Shotovu because, um, yeah, I took a break. Um, we weren't sure if we were going to come back or not. Um, most likely we were, but nothing was finalized. But then I guess, you know, uh, someone, you know, my friend Sunmi, uh, she, uh, they replaced me. But, you know, to be honest... I know that it's going to be different because, listen, guys, one thing um, about Show to View is Show to View was actually not scripted. That shit, when they gave me that script, I said, fuck that shit. I'm not, I'm, I'm doing it my way because you know what? When I do a show, when I do a show, guys, listen, when I do a show, I'm going to make sure all, all of my guess whoever it is whether you're an actress you're an entrepreneur you're a singer you're a rapper you're you know you're just like a, you know just normal just anything right i said normal if you're just like just anybody who had any job whoever comes to my show i want them to feel comfortable and that is my point of was of show to view and um, i feel like i've done such a great job with that and um i'm so glad that uh uh, somebody else is doing it because it's better than nothing, I guess, you know? So, um, yeah, please, guys, show a lot of love to Sami and a lot of love to show to view. Like, I have, I didn't know, you know, I just found out yesterday. One of my fans actually told me, I was like, oh, really? But, you know, I didn't really feel any, I didn't feel butter at all because at the end of the day, the show must go on. And, you know, I didn't know. And I don't want anyone to feel a certain way. And I know it kind of sucks because, to be honest, Jesse show to view is Jesse show to view. It's like that shit is my show. Like I fucking made the shit. Like, really, like, yeah. I literally. Yeah, so that's just part of what she said. Mm-hmm. 
Which is, I feel like it's so horrible that a fan told her about it. Like, no one was like, oh, okay, what the show is going to move forward. Um, but we're moving without, forward without you. Obviously, way better than me. But, you know, we're moving forward without you. Because we thought maybe you want to focus on your music or whatever. Mm. But, as she said, Jesse's show to view is Jesse's show to view. Like, loads of people, of course, loads of people tuned in because their faves were on there. But loads of people tuned in because... Just, you don't know what's going to come out of Jesse's mouth at yeah. this point. And it was so different from all the other shows because it had her flair to it. So it's yeah. a bit disappointing. I, I think it could have, even though most of us see it as like, like we had the impression that the show was created around her or for her, mm. even if she was going to take a break for a bit or they wanted to cha- do it as a thing of changing hosts every season or something or whatever... I think if that was just said, people would have reacted yeah. to it a bit better. She would have maybe even delivered the news herself and been happy yeah. about it, like her and Sunmi being friends already. So, yeah, I, I don't know why it was done the way it was done. Yeah, I definitely thought it should have been done better. Someone should have reached out to her. As you said, maybe there could have been like a transition period in a sense of... Eva could be announced, like, Jessie could announce it, like, oh, yeah, my friend saw me, she's going to take over, it's going to be great, blah, yeah. blah, blah. It could have been a, a fact of the last couple of episodes, if that was the plan from before, the last couple of episodes, Sami could have been a co-host. Something, so then when yeah. Jessie then steps away, then it's like, okay, it, it's, it doesn't seem as weird. I don't know. Yeah. And it's not Sami's fault. I don't, of course, I don't know Sami. But it's going to be very different. And that's not like that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think just because yeah. of it's going to be a drastic change. And I hope there's been some back end discussion with Jesse, like not negating the effort and um, negating the efforts of the um, the channel that hosted the show or the production team behind it. But a lot of why the show became popular, like you already said, was because of Jesse, her personality, mm. like. I would even go as far as considering like the majority of the show being her own IP. Like she yes. would go off script, she would do her own thing. Um, so I, I cannot, I can totally understand why she would be upset about the situation, not necessarily at Summy, but about the overall situation. Yeah. And the mm. thing is, people didn't call the show. It wasn't that. Oh, it's the show to view. It was Jesse's show. Jesse's show to view. I thought that was the name. <laughs> so you know, it's weird, but. We'll just have to wait and see. You know, Jessie's not going anywhere in the sense of she's still be around doing stuff. And, mm. you know, new season, new new take on show to view. So we just got to wait on that. And last but not least, Promise Nine has cancelled their upcoming comeback showcase after five members of the group got into a car accident on the 25th of June. Oh. Pledis Entertainment shared a statement saying Song Ha Young, Park Ji Won, Lee So Yeon, and Lee Che Young, and I don't know why I said and before, sorry, and Beck Jae Hyun were in a car accident on Saturday, the 25th of June. Fortunately, the injuries of all the members and other passengers in the car were not serious and they were immediately taken to the emergency room for medical examination and treatment. They were advised by the doctors that they should continue to receive medical treatment for their muscle pain and bruising, although they have been confirmed to have no fractures. 
which is really good. Career mm. roads be crazy, and I don't like when I hear about that. These is a conversation that needs this whole own episode. Because why did it almost get hit by a bus in Korea when oh. the light was green, green. first across? Frost across, yes. And the roads are so. I don't know if it's like a British thing because loads of people say British roads are quite small, but. The roads are so big. The roads and are it, huge. And it's like, you're telling me to walk, but then there's a car that's turning into the road that I'm about to cross. And I'm like, I'm about to get hit. And even <laughs> and when you add rain to the mix, oh. Less but not. You better pray to Jesus or someone because only Jesus will have you. <laughs> the way <laughs> I always said a brief prayer every time. Because when I went to Korea, I stayed in this area, not far from Hongdae for a bit, called mm. Myeongdong. And the way yes. I had to like say a brief prayer every time I crossed that, you know, the main road near Myeongdong yes. Station. Yep. Yeah. I'm a survivor. I write a we book or something. Far. I remember um, when I was in Korea with Shari mm-hmm. and we took a taxi. We were playing in that taxi. Me and Shari were having our own conversation, right? Like in English, we had our own mm-hmm. conversation. Like we already, like we addressed the driver. We wasn't being rude, but you know, the, the drive was happening. <laughs> having a conversation with Shari why did the driver turn like look back at us and was like oh pali pali I'm like no not pali pali but for those that are, that means like to hurry up quickly he was already going fast he's like okay pali pali and he put his foot down and me and Shari were holding hands praying I think I'm Shari's seatbelt at the time didn't work so I was holding down her seatbelt like we were both holding down her seatbelt and we were praying it was a mess it was a mess I don't I think no I lie I only got in a car once when I was in Korea and that was like when I was shooting something with this um, news platform Mm. but that 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 felt safe and we was like in the Gangnam area so the roads there in my opinion aren't as bad yeah but Hongdae Myeongdong roads not for the week oh my gosh not for the week but yeah guys that is Hot Topics Hot, hot topics. If there's any stories you want us to comment on or you want to comment on any stories that we've speak, spoken about today, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. Okay, moving on to our next segment called Say What? Where you send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, hot takes, hot tea, questions, etc. You can send that all to howutea at gmail.com. That's howutea at gmail.com. Or you can submit an anonymous form at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you. So Shay, take it away. So our very first unpopular opinion for today is there are too many groups debuting and they are way too young. Mm, um, I don't think it's any more than what's usually debuted. I just think now we have more of an insight of smaller companies trying to debut as well because I feel like a company typically only debuts about one maybe two groups every three every few years because it's an expensive process yeah from like marketing recording outfits hair feeding them like do you know what I mean housing them true so of course like you could argue larger companies have more money to maybe pump, pump pump out more but I don't feel like that's the case and if it is a new debut and it's quite recent it's usually like a subunit so it's usually you know two members or a few members that have already debuted so it's not like a fresh 
debut it's not like money of course it's more money but it's not money put into someone else and they kind of capitalize off of what you know the members have done in their original band units or whatever because if Mm. you look at for example jyp for example right so their debuts they don't they don't have like a lot of okay i'm just gonna go through it because my brain is just like okay so 2010 missy debuted then you had a subunit which was jj project that was like 2012 and in that same year you had 15 and that had like park jimin in it and bet you you in it you're mm-hmm. in and then 2014 was got seven's official debut then a year after was day six and twice and then 2018 was stray kids and then 2019 was itsy so i know this is a bigger company but i don't feel like that's too many and i do think with the young comment I actually, even though there are there are a few um, idols that debut young, mm-hmm. I don't think it's younger. I think they they try to up the age because I think of like you know your Tamins and your Boas. Like Tamin was what fourteen, Bo was like thirteen when they debuted. Yeah, I, I think I, the difference might actually be. Sorry to interrupt, yes. but an idea that just came, the difference might be back in those days, the maknae of the group or like maybe two to three of the members might be super young, but then there would be like two to three that were older and like mm. adults. Whereas I think groups nowadays, they're all like maybe between 15 and 17. Mm. And so it might feel like they're all young, but it isn't crazy different compared to debuts from the before, I guess. But yeah. Mm. Um, and yeah, and you have to remember the the globalization of K-pop. You know, we we get we get to see more from smaller groups. Smaller groups can now, you know, social media is a thing. So if they have a viral moment on TikTok, or if they do something on Twitter, or whatever, um, you see you see more groups. I don't necessarily think. I still think there's a there's a lot is happening. A lot of groups are being pumped out, but I just think that's how it is. I'm not saying it it can't be better, but I think I think now we're just in these days we're we're more aware of things or whatever. Yeah. Because if you if you think about even like the, you know second gen or whatever, even maybe third gen. Usually, well, especially second gen, it was hard to find anything unless you knew what you was looking for. And a lot of things, if you found something and you resonated with it, you probably have to wait a while before it's even subbed or if it got subbed at all. So, and I think now, like especially with some music shows, they will now stream the whole show on YouTube. So you may think, who's that? What's that? Who's what's what's this group? I've never heard of this group. Like. Who's this? Who's that? Like, who are all these people? Like, do you know what I mean? Because mm. there's more space to to, to promote it, and yeah, it's pushed back more in the day. Us, yeah. It was more so who got onto variety shows, and that's how you would find maybe like new groups and stuff like that, mm. or who got screen time and things. But now you're discovering like a new group on TikTok, and you can. I, yeah, I get what you mean. I think. I don't know if there's more groups debuting as such, 
but I feel as though a lot of debuts are happening around the same time now. Yes, maybe, yeah. And that makes it feel like a lot. Like, especially with girl groups, I don't know so yes. much of boy groups, but girl groups, like a few months ago, it was like, new debut, new debut, new debut. Next club. <laughs> <laughs> Buzz, club, another club. <laughs> it was a lot, but um, yeah. Yeah. And I think as well, there are going to be loads of groups that debut and then there's going to be loads of groups that disappear during the time. Mm. And because, as you said, a lot of groups kind of debut around the same time and they kind of want to capitalise on what's going on, it may seem like, oh my gosh, like all these groups sound the same. But like, mm. I, I, and I don't know, I feel like, no disrespect to, you know, the boy groups, but I feel like the reason why we hear more about the girl groups is because... I'm sorry, I feel like this generation, the girlies are eating up the boys. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying there's no good boy groups because that's a lie, but in a sense of, like, like a good date, like, I feel like the girlies have the debuts on lock. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. that's a, that they know how to, to capture the, the audience. So, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think there's been a huge thing of, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but with newer boy group debuts, uh, you tend to find out about them or they tend to go viral, not so much for their performances. It does happen, but more so for like sound bites of maybe a live or something funny yes. like that. And girl groups will go viral for like their stages and their iconic looks or like... Or someone's fan cam. Exactly. That's so true because I can't... And again, we could just be not looking in the right places. But I can't think of like a new group that, I don't know, they've gone viral because of how they, they performed their song or how they danced to a certain song. It's, as you said, it's usually from a live, they said something funny. It's like, oh, who's that? And sometimes you don't even click two and two together. Like you might be like, oh my gosh, I love so-and-so and not even realise they're part of this group. Yeah. Until, like, maybe one day you go down that rabbit hole, you're like, oh, this song's all right. Like, why does his face look familiar? Oh, it's the same guy that was doing that funny thing on live. So, yes, it's, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that. <laughs> um, thanks for that unpopular opinion. All right, moving on to our next unpopular opinion. This person said, I feel so sad for Bogum, everyone's been focusing on Tay and Lisa in Paris, and I heard that some people even mistook him for Lisa's manager. Oh, I heard that as well. So for those that don't know, BTS is Young and Lisa and Bogum. They're in Paddy for mm-hmm. because they were attending the Celine fashion show. I don't know if that's the only thing that they're attending, but that's the main thing that they therefore i think what you have to remember as well internationally k-pop is more popular and then you're talking about blackpink and bts so already for those that are not within the the how you bubble they're they're gonna know most people are gonna oh yeah blackpink might not know their face or members but they're definitely gonna know blackpink and they're definitely gonna yeah bts is everywhere so it's 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 just a thing really i don't think you should feel sad he's you know he's he's living his life <laughs> i don't know an, an unpopular opinion he might at one it might be a bit annoying a bit disheartening but at the same time 
he might enjoy not being like in the forefront. It's like, oh, mm. this is chill. This is like a nice holiday. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm in the middle because mm. I'm like, put some respect on Bookum's name. And I, I, I understand that K-dramas, I guess, are more commercial and like the first thing that people maybe get introduced to the K-world with. But K-dramas are also really big and they yeah. blew up before K-pop. So I'm like, y'all but not to have the, seen not, him. Not to the extent though. I'm talking about, mm. you have to remember, I'm talking like outside the K-world bubble. Like obviously we know these people. But if I was going to go, for example talk to my sister who doesn't care about k-pop or anything if i say bts she's gonna know what i'm talking about she may mm-hmm. not know what they look like individually or whatever but she knows what i'm talking about i may say blackpink she might not know but if i was like oh how you like that or whatever yeah so oh yeah I've, I've heard that do you get what i mean yeah i guess and they might even be like familiar with some of his works but not know him because like you might watch something that has someone in it and like never yeah go and research who they are or like recognize them so i, I can understand because sometimes you don't even clock like sometimes even like with western shows or whatever you could watch a couple shows and it has an actor in it and then it's only until you watch something else and you're like oh and then the clip resurfaces somehow yeah like oh my gosh i watched every season i didn't even clock that brad was in game of thrones and in stranger things for example so it's just like oh like I, I didn't even put two and two together so it could be like one of those things as well yeah exactly but they, they're like they're having a good time i it really did feel like it wasn't real when it first <laughs> was happening because i just expected the world would blow up as as most people would um but they're having a good time it looks yeah. really fun good for them and like you said, I think that extra perspective of like he might he's not even like not being noticed, like he's still being yeah, followed course. by fans, people are like meeting him, getting autographs and all this stuff. It's just like, like a more chilled experience. Exactly. For him. Oh my and I saw the sweetest things. I think a fan must have been at like one of the locations that he was at. Mm. And like she asked for his autograph and like he signed it. And he wrote God bless you at the bottom. Okay. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cool, he is our favorite youth pastor, but vibes. Yeah, so that that's that. Um and then on to our last unpopular opinion for today. This person said, I wish there were more ways for people to become an idol. Like in the West, people can become famous, uh, can become a famous singer by posting on YouTube, but I don't think that really happens in K-pop. That's a lie. And it's like contradicts the first, the first um, 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 opinion because the first one was like, there's too many. And this one's like, we want more, but in different ways. <laughs> I feel like it does happen. You had SM still Shotaro off of TikTok. <laughs> You've had, there's, there are um, agencies, for example, one that comes to mind is FX. So, um, Sully, she was a, actually a, a child actress and she was spotted on a show and then SM contacted her and was like, do you want to sign to SM? Mm. There's people s- scouted on the streets. You know, we've heard all the stories, people running away, people yeah. bribed by bread. <laughs> Maybe more so of a thing like not... So 
And correct me if there is an example, but mm. from my knowledge, say even if someone was a YouTuber first or a TikToker and they get casted that way, nine times out of ten, they their socials get wiped or deleted or like yes. hidden and they reemerge as this like new entity. Whereas I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate, but this person might be meaning like I'm Justin Bieber, I post videos on YouTube, I get noticed, but I still continue as Justin Bieber and I post on my platform too. But even like with Justin Bieber, when he was when he officially got signed, like he's not he wasn't posting YouTube no more. Hmm. So yeah, and I, I feel like with Korea, as you said, like it's it's a different thing. They wanna they wanna protect whoever they sign. So again, like Nothing can be truly wiped off the internet. People are going to find ways to find certain things. But, yeah, I don't... I feel like there are different avenues that idols become idols. And that's why you have famous trainees, because this person's, like, really popular within this performing arts school and they were scouted. This person, they're popular within this, like, underground dance community and they get snatched up. There's... I feel like there are different ways. It's just the debuting process may just seem the same if that makes sense mm. even um oh who is it there's someone from la seraphim i think she was like she she's like a classically trained dancer or whatever i don't know if she's like originally was from the u.s or something okay. and i don't know if hype saw something I, I can't remember the story now but i feel like she was snatched up that way of course you have now you have all your Produce 101s, your Girl Planets, your Island programs as well that snatch people up. I just feel mm. like it may just seem the same because I guess there are artists in Korea that will just, they'll get signed to like a record company or an agency and they will promote. But I don't feel like this person's talking about artists, they're talking about idol. And idols have a certain system. So whether mm. they're training for two years or two months or two minutes, they're going to go through the process because they have to represent that agency, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. Well, but I do think I do think there are, art, not necessarily, maybe not idols, but I do think there are artists that are snapped up from different places and they can just, they don't have to create a whole new persona for themselves. Yeah, exactly. And there are like a lot of, I'm thinking in Korea, I don't know if they would fall into K-pop and whatnot, but there are a lot mm. of like singers that might have online platforms, like they have huge followings, they might have like management and whatnot, or even some of them are associated to like some of the big entertainment companies, but you wouldn't see them on Music Bank. Mm, yeah. So that might be a bit more of a great area. Yeah. Okay, well, those were all of our unpopular opinions for today. Um, if you guys want to submit anything, ask any questions, let us know if you have any dilemmas, you can submit them anonymously on Shanice's website, which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash Hallyu at you. And now it's time for On The Radar, where me and Shanice will let you know if there's anything on our radar that we're listening to, watching, or anything we want to put you guys onto. So Shanice, what's on your radar? I feel like me and you have the same on the radar, but I'll, I'll kick it off, you know. Yep. You know so we were very intrigued and we enjoyed the clips that we saw from oh, the Waterbomb Festival. It was, it, it looks like such a vibe. I feel like before I go into like my highlights or whatever, 
I feel like every time I see like a water bomb festival, I feel like all the artists just feel free. I don't know yes. if it's just the water. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's just the whole vibe, but I just feel like, especially idols, because, you know, R&B, hip hop artists, they're kind of more freer. But um, yeah, I just feel like, they're like, yes, I can, I can do what I really want to do. Like it doesn't have to be as polished because everyone's wet and... Yeah. I st- I'm still confused how everything works with all that water, like with all the really electricity, don't. like electric I makeup, sometimes. everything. Yeah. Like, I understand there's waterproof makeup, but that's a lot of water. <laughs> it's a lot of water, especially like you know with the mics and stuff, and like slipping because they still like mm. get picked up and do all the choreo. So it's that, amazing. Yeah. So I won't say your highlight, but okay. <laughs> my highlights were. Um, Kai was doing his Kai was just being Kai but yes. wet which was very enjoyable <laughs> uh, my girl crush BB she was doing BB, her thing respectfully BB is not allowed outside that woman <laughs> she's amazing that's all I can say she outside like, she really did she not take her top off and her yes, like her did. bra thing her bikini like wasn't tied you know and what she, but it surprised me vibes we, we we love we stand bb here g idol looked amazing yeah and they seemed like they were having the time of their life and i was just like i love i love it for these girls i love it because every time you know you know i do love a good m countdown performance i do love a good music um bank performance but sometimes it just feels like so rigid and so like i have to walk here stand here dance here but as i said like this festival everyone's just feeling free my last um thing that i'm going to say before we talk about you being traumatized was cl like cl cracks me up i don't know what it is like i don't know if it was her first time at the water bomb festival mm-hmm. but i just knew like during summer performance she was like what the fuck like what's going on like, and i find it hilarious that the whole First of all, it's sponsored by Sprite, right? She got the crowd to chant Dr. Pepper before she performed Dr. Pepper. And I'm just like... Did she? Only CL. I'm sorry. T- now, before we talk about your traumatization, shame. I'm still shaking. I just, find, I just find it funny because this person used to call the kid all the time. And then he was like, I feel like he listens to the podcast. He was like, <laughs> no, I'm going to come back as a man Shay would you like to say who this person is and talk Why about your traumatization um so I'm a survivor um and this is my story so I was minding my business I was on TikTok and I knew the water bomb festival situation was happening and then there was like this guy and like his 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 man boobies were there and he had long hair and I was like who is this man and I go to the hashtags and it said Haon. And I was like, oh, maybe Haon was there. And like they just tagged all their favorite K-hip hop <laughs> people. The man with the boobies was Haon. <laughs> Not the man with the boobies. I was, I'm I was shocked. When I, when I first saw like certain clips, I think like his hair was covering his face. And I was yeah. like, is this, a, is this a different guy? Like, who is this guy? Because I was confused. Like, you know, sometimes like, I don't know, it might be a clip of Sick K, but they've like hashtag J Park, hashtag all these other people. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was somebody else. It was Haon. I'm shocked. How how does that make you feel that he's not the kid anymore? I don't know how to feel. I feel like 
a mother. And He's like, your age mate, man. <laughs> you know what? Let's let's not get technical. <laughs> um I I was just so shocked. And it's not a bad shock or a good shock. I'm happy for him. <laughs> but I just wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. I don't know. And then there was a clip where he had... So the first clip I saw, he he had his man boobies with a vest on. <laughs> and then he had no top, no, nothing on. It was it was just a lot to process. I think it was also like 3 a.m. So that didn't help. Um, I'm so done. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I just how, wasn't how ready. We- how are we feeling now? I'm still as shocked. <laughs> I'm, I still, I don't understand. Um, he's grown up. He's grown up, so but it doesn't be anymore. It doesn't make sense. It, it does make sense. That's what people do. They they grow up. I'm really stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely, like, okay, like one shock shocker for me was like. When Sick K was in his like whole dynasty era with his not his dynasty era, his whole king beard situation that was that was oh, shocking. Damn. That was shocking. But you can sleep that shock off. I'm scared to sleep. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm but, um, so done with you. Yeah. How did you feel when you saw it? I was just confused. I thought it was someone else. I thought it was someone else that had the same name at first. It I, it just didn't clock until I actually saw his face, and I was like, raw okay. Nice. I see you. You you had a little, you disappeared to have a little glow up and then come back. I'm not yeah. traumatized, I'm but I just thought it was so hilarious because you're the first person I thought of. Like this is your age mate. <laughs> I was I was shocked. That's all I can. I think it just there were just so many like so many bells went off in my head. <laughs> it was it was so much to process. Also, because of the shape of his body, now I didn't realize that his body was that shape it was just a lot to process i don't know <laughs> like i don't know i'm not making a lot of sense but you know if you see someone like they might be a bit younger they're like just slender but he's got like a really like built track like if he decided to bulk he could one ho bulk and i didn't know that was oh it stressed me out again let's move on <laughs> you, you really sound like a mother like or a father that's like I remember when you were 12 and you had flowers in your hair. It's too much. You had missing teeth and now look at you. One minute they're watching Peppa Pig and next Euphoria is too much. You know like when you've been around cousins that are like babies and then you see them like years later and like, yeah, I'm in secondary school. And you're like, what? (laughs) I saw you yesterday and you had like custard around your mouth and now you're in secondary school and you, you wear fake lashes and i'm confused it's i'm just extreme like you might <laughs> mentally prepare yourself like someone might grow taller or their voice might change or their face might his everything changed <laughs> i think it's because he was away like if he if he was still doing bits around you'll see it happen gradually and it yeah. may only shock you when you see like the before and after but because that's not the case and I'm so happy for him. Like he seemed happy and confident, and it was it was just a lot to take in. But um, congratulations to him. Congratulations. I don't know if that's the appropriate response. I'm so done. Oh, one other thing I wanted to say, which cracked me up, was when Winner was performing. Winner was, was that? Yeah, 
um, Sung Hoon was casually just eating donuts on stage. I, I don't know. Vibes. Like, such a vibe. Did you see what I mean? Like, everyone's just chill there. That would be me. Like, I think when I was singing Empty, and he's just there, like, munching a donut. I, you know what? I don't hate it. That makes, it makes sense. It makes sense to me. I love that. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, guys, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for listening to How You At You. Yes, and remember if you want to send in any of your unpopular opinions, thoughts, feelings, dilemmas, story times, requests, questions, anything, you can submit them anonymously on Shanice's website, which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash Hallie at you, or send them to us on socials. Yes. I've been Shanice from Kpopbox. You can follow me at kpopbox underscore on most things or just go to kpopbox.co.uk I'll be there yes and I've been Shay from the K-Way you can find me at the K-Way on, on the internet everywhere hopefully <laughs> and until next time we will holla at you bye bye Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.